Welcome back to Trending in Education. In fact, welcome back to the Citadel. Dan Strafford, Brandon Jones, Michael Palmer along with you for this Trending in Education Extra. Episode two of the final season of Game of Thrones has been watched. We were ready to discuss it. Michael, how are you? I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm getting into my bag of lozenges. It's like my bag of tricks because uh, that's, uh, that's co- what's going to make me sound so dulcet and uh, mellifluous is uh, the fact that I'm grabbing a couple of uh, just one lozenge, actually. Uh, but, uh, you know, you don't want to overdo it. Yeah, you never want to over lozenge. That's right. But I mean, <laughs> uh, my big thoughts, and I know uh, you, it's still my open, so I don't need to talk about my big thoughts, but like, if Game of Thrones was uh, was volleyball, okay. Season eight is volleyball. I think episode one was bump. Yep. Episode two was set, and that's setting up for episode three. So that's uh, that's my uh, my opening salvo, if you will. Brandon, how about yourself? I'm doing great. I I uh, I loved episode two. I I thought episode one was going to have a a low ceiling, and I think it it did. Mm-hmm. Um, Episode two, you can argue about some of the neat and tidiness of it, which we can have that conversation here. But uh, I, uh, I, I really liked it, so I'm, I'm doing great. You know, we record these on uh, on the Monday following the Sunday. Yeah, uh, it'll drop later in the week. But uh, I'm still on that like recently post GOT. Yeah, high A- afterglow. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. it's it's not even been twelve hours. No, it's not even twenty. It has been twelve hours. Well, it's not even. I haven't even had time to do math. Yeah, it's yeah. not even been twenty four hours since the show. Still fresh. Yeah, so it's uh, it's a freshy. And uh, to Mike's point, the the set here uh, really setting up for what is to come the the Battle of Winterfell, and we can talk about that towards the end. Uh, some of the uh, previews we saw and what uh, is expected here. So one line that it's the longest. Uh, filmed battle in a film or television series ever uh so it will be a long one uh but we will uh, discuss that later on mike to, to jump off it was very much a setting of the scene right getting to know the players again at winterfell understanding the sort of interconnectedness of uh what we have with john and and danny and what we have there with the sisters and Daenerys and and all these different moving pieces along with the other people coming to Winterfell to help try to defend it. Uh, initial thoughts, high-level thoughts on, on what you really thought or took away from this episode. Uh, I think it was ladies' night. Uh, it was uh, a lot of stuff about the ladies of uh, Game of Thrones. So whether it was the, the Sansa and uh, Danny exchange, which we presaged a little bit. We did talk about, I don't know if it got, there was no like betrayal, like betraying of allegiances, but there was a little more tension there. Uh, obviously, you got to talk about Arya, uh, you know, making a love connection. So uh, again, spoils uh, spoils abound. So there there's some spoilage there. But uh, and then Brienne, really, I mean, uh, Sir Brienne, Sir Brienne. Uh, there's a lot of uh, elevating. Uh, and and meanwhile, uh, the other woman of Westeros, who. Uh, who wasn't even uh, given a minute of screen time was still uh, looming over the entire tableau, uh, perhaps only less than uh, the the Night King in terms of the sort of off-screen uh, villains. So, uh, so I thought it was pretty interesting, uh, and even the insertion of uh, a Brienne into kind of like Guys Night Out uh, before before the big battle uh, comes into play. Um, I was very much struck by that. I thought I thought it, all the narrative action was really revolving around uh, the women of Westeros, 
And, uh, and I think there was some uh, intentionality to that, even the idea of uh, Brienne as, uh, as becoming a knight, um, I, I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, and then obviously the implications of that development for all of these different uh, strong female characters we've grown attached to over the years, I think there's a lot to respond to there. Uh, and then you got to imagine that's in part because next week it's going to be a lot of battle scenes. Aaron's going to die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's that's my hot take. Yeah. for episode three for sure. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, I think that's the the right or a right take on on episode two. Um, I thought the the so I guess the the title of the episode is A Night of the Seven Kingdoms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I wondered if they were getting a little cute with the K N I G H T and the N I G H T. So yes. it was a 24 hour episode, right? Like, or, or even maybe less. Um, yes. You know, the, and, and this is uh, like game time versus. Yeah. 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 And this is a, um, a show that especially in season seven with all of the, like how fast can Gendry really run? How right. fast right. I've like looked up how fast a Raven flies. Yeah. And then like what the multiple on that as a dragon flies, dragons probably fly, fly faster than a Raven. I would but imagine you have um, single episodes, which cover, many thousands of miles and presumably multiple days yeah. of waiting for all of that to happen. There's some space time. And time. then you've got episodes like this where, um, you know, the space and the time was really constrained yes. to a really basically a single place in Winterfell mm-hmm. and really basically um, a, a 24 or, or, or less hour period. Yep. Um, and that was the thing that I, you know, I, I talked about this a little bit in the previous Citadel episode, but I, I think Game of Thrones is probably best in its small moments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you, these, these feel a little forced in as much as the small moments now are full chock full of major characters. Yeah. So you have sitting around the fire, you know, you've got pod Tyrion, uh, Jamie, um, Davos, yes. Tormund, Brienne. Yes. That might be it, but mm-hmm. you've got like, that's a, that's a who's who of, of Westeros. It's kind of like if, if episode one of season eight was the high school reunion, Episode two was the after party right. to the high school reunion. Yeah, the Hound even has a line in the episode. He's like, we might be at a bloody wedding um, because Oof. of how everybody is there. Too soon? There's also probably some too soon. There have been some bloody weddings in this, uh, well, in this show. The, the episode did feel like, uh, again, the set, but a, a, a tieback episode where they're calling back to a lot of previous episodes or previous storylines. Uh, the Things I Do for Love was a, a, a through point of this and they actually showed the scene of uh, Jamie pushing Brandon or Bran uh, out, out the window uh, as he fell. And now when I saw Bran sitting there saying, I'm waiting for an old friend or I'm waiting for, for whatever he said. And then uh, you have Jamie arrive was just a great moment in the callback to me. And then for him in uh, Jamie's, hearing or whatever you want to say in front of the uh, different leaders there uh, for him to say it like to say the things we do for love brand so deadpan that was how good game of thrones can be in tying things together to me and was just a great uh, through point of it all as we tie this episode together and understand what's coming to be we also have the mounting uh army there for cersei and, and what she's piecing together do you believe, Brandon, that the storyline is going down a path here of trying to set us up for what happens in episode three as the major moment in the series? Or do you see this as a longer play that this is not the 
the, the major battle. There's more battles to happen after this one. Yeah, that's like the big question, I think, right? Um, so I, I have no, uh, I mean, I've, I'm as much a fanboy as anybody. So I've read all of the theories on all of the places and, and spend maybe an inordinate amount of time in my own head thinking about this, but I have no real insight here. Um, but what I, what I would say is I think that it's going to have to, the resolution is going to have to be human on human mm-hmm. the, to the whole show, right? So I guess you could go like real wacky and have the Night King win everything right? Right, right that seems like that's a, that'd be such a bold choice it would it would feel unsatisfying to me because we've spent so long and in, in so in such great depth with all of these really interesting three-dimensionalized characters mm-hmm. who you know can convey 69 episodes worth of meaning in a single look now right mm-hmm. like the knowing exchange and of glances between yeah. two people like carries uh, a ton of words behind them to have that all resolved by like the the MacGuffin that is the Night King, right, seems uh, like that that would be un, uh, unsatisfactory. If if it were if the Game of Thrones were like a, a a game that I could play, if the outcome were the Night King wins, I would play it again to achieve another outcome right I yeah. w- i'd be like i got gypped by that outcome oh yeah. i lost yeah like if, let if, me play again if i would be like if this were bandersnatchy yes right i would be definitely going back to a previous previous decision point. yes i think it's also p- probably true around cersei winning too so i, I feel like right. those those two are probably you'd have to do some pretty clever uh end game to allow either the night king or cersei to be the uh the unanimous indisputable champion of the game that would be difficult i'm not saying it's impossible i think it's highly improbable yeah so i I think um i think that's right so i think that um my take is that in in episode three much of the threat of the army of the dead gets resolved right i don't know if you kill the night king in episode three because that wipes like the big baddie off the table yeah i don't know how you resolve it without doing that but Either it's going to, either he's going to be resolved in episode three or not. Right. And if not, I still think there's going to have to be some resolution before the final, the final, final. Yeah, I've been, I've been trying to analogize this to uh, the NBA playoffs because it's, it's NBA playoff season and it's zeitgeisty to do so. But like the idea that there's a trap game in here, I just don't know which game is the trap game. So like. If the Night King, like I don't think anybody's snoozing on the the Night King, right? Right. right, right. Yeah. So like they're they're bringing all that planning, the war room plan action, nice little tableau. Okay. Oh, hey, have Theon. De- what could possibly go wrong <laughs> having Theon de- defend? That's Brian, right. right? Yeah. That's that's just gotta be. That's a winning play. Excellent. Thank you for volunteering. But uh, but that to me makes game next the trap game. So like you you basically marshal too much of your forces you're decimated or uh quadrupinated i don't i don't know whatever <laughs> more you're, than 10% you 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 get beat pretty you win it's like a pyrrhic pyrrhic victory you you kind of kill the boss level night king's dead but like you base you barely have an army left and then like that's where cersei and euron are coming in they're like right. y'all y'all play play in the semifinals we'll meet the battered quote unquote victor in the finals it's not a bad – I mean, I would say if, if you were like Vegas right now, you, there's probably some good action on Cersei. 
Yeah, I think there is. Just because like the Golden Company untouched coming in to clean up whatever whoever wins. Like they kind of don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I think that's right. I think um, it just sees uh, episode three feels early to resolve the Night King entirely. Right, so, so. He's too good a villain to just go like that. Yeah, because we're, um, I guess his motives are now as revealed by Bran that he's after Bran so that he can have an endless night because he's come after so many countless three-eyed, three-eyed ravens in the past. I guess. I, so I guess, and, and um, I don't know. I feel like there's going to have to be some not resolved in episode three component to that. Right, right. And, and by the way, could Bran be more emo? I mean, like, he's a pretty Evo kid. He's like, apparently, it's like the- It's like, oh, drama. Granted, so like- Game of Thrones, super, super meme Right. Yes, right? Yes. Super memeable. And yes, uh, yes. he is like, he has risen to the top of the meme ranks, like overnight in a single season. It's, uh, it's really incredible. He couldn't be more emo. Oh my God. It's okay. entertaining though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, ton of plot points that uh, I, I wanted to touch on with you both. Mike, I, I saw that obviously uh, Cersei invited Euron, right? Uh, his, his name into her yes. bedroom. Uh, we have heard from Jamie that she was in fact pregnant. Right. Uh, do you believe this to be a play to get Jamie out of her life and to say Euron is in fact the father of this uh, hopeful prince that she has before her? You think we're going to get a special appearance by Maury Povich on, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. on episode six? I uh, like it. You're on. You are not the father. Um, I don't know, man. Like that was that was a little bit episode one, Dan. I know you were at Universal. Uh, oh, that's I'm, I'm mixing them. I apologize. Yeah, it's all right. Episode one, there was I action binged between. Them. I binged them. There was there was action between Euron and uh, Cersei and. Uh, Makes sense if that is a cover for the baby. Because Jamie does talk about it in episode two, saying Correct. the baby is in fact so. And also, um, Bran is kind of Bran is is hanging uh, the some swords over Jamie's heads. You know, like the there's stuff that you're trying to. You think you can keep this stuff uh, from the rest of these characters, but the Three Eye Raven sees everything and. Uh, I also thought I did enjoy the uh, the meeting between Jamie and Bran. It felt shorter than I would have liked, but it did feel like there was um, the whole idea of like, you know, Dan, you're kind of touching on it, like breaking the wheel. Like there's a lot of wheel action in this season where like you're you're kind of replaying early components of the story again. And then the question is, you know, how does the wheel get broken like how do we not ex- continue to play the same story over and over again? and even within that on that same theme um you know the the um jamie says to bran i'm not the same person i was when i pushed you out that window and bran says had you not pushed me out that window you would have been mm-hmm. so like it's interesting to think about the workings of the wheel like um how how much of what happened is actually connected to what happens. Right. And I, you know, I think that that's, that's true in life too, right? Is that there's sometimes unexpected causes for effects that you see later. Right. Um, you know, like did his transformation into a redeemed person, if you take on face that Jamie is, did that start with this, that act of, uh, you know, of real evil of pushing brain out the window. It's right. interesting to think about. Definitely. So much uh, interplay in that uh, fire scene, and then the song by uh, Podrick at the end uh, of, and you you knew the pan to the faces of the the people who were about to go off to battle was coming next. I guess Jenny's song does appear in one of the books, uh, and was taken the first uh, stanza of lyrics was was taken, and then they wrote out more. But uh, 
feelings from that song, from that final set of scenes, Brandon, and as we return towards the battle of Winterfell, we know it's coming. We've seen, as I said earlier, it's going to be the longest uh, screen battle uh, in movie or TV history. Uh, thoughts as the episode came to an end, obviously we can tie in any other uh, thoughts about the episode, but as they panned to the different faces and, and prepared us for episode number three. Yeah, first, Pod has a nice singing voice. Oh, it's delightful. Yeah. Not a dry eye in the house. No, I know. Yeah. And then the, it, when it panned to outside of the room, it was, I guess, Florence the Machine, who that was, that was there. That, it was actually the band that was singing the song afterwards. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, so Jenny and her ghosts, right? So um, I feel like we're seeing a lot of future ghosts there. And we, um, and we did see ghosts. We did see ghosts, although I will say maybe the most – unbelievable part of that entire episode uh-huh. was how ghost just shows up without like he's on like uh, he's on like stage right yeah uh it was with, almost like cgi afterthought right but with no like no one's like oh hey ghost yeah right yeah yeah um john hasn't seen him in two years two seasons like right, right. hey what's up dog yeah there's none of that yeah um so so ba- yeah i i definitely think that the list of people who aren't going to make it out of episode three is long. I think you saw yeah. a lot of them. So I, I would think Grey Worm. Oh, definitely. They made future plans. Giant they made future Spain, plans. Maybe? Tormund, I think is, it could go either way. Um, <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, although he's become only comic relief. Like, oh my God. I, I but like he's, good comic, he relief, is good comic but it, relief, but there's no, there's nothing but comic relief. Yeah, yeah. He lost the dimension from his character somewhere along the way. Um, and uh, Jorah, I think, definitely uh, yeah. is not going to make it. Um, I so- like the Jorah and... Uh, the Mormon. So Jorah and yeah. Liana, Mormon. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. Yeah. Um, and uh, so of and, and some number of, I think, Pod and Davos and Brienne. I think Brienne doesn't make it through episode Seems three. Seems like not. I mean, she was knighted uh, pre... Uh, right. There's a lot of Brienne in that. Yeah. yeah, she's going to be in the front line. And the front line is the worst part of the lines to yes. be in when yes. you're facing 100,000 dead people. Right, right. Although, I was thinking about this. Uh, the army of the dead is coming. So you send the women and children to the crypt? Right. See, I mean, like that, <laughs> is it just me or is that just a bad idea? That right. seems like a bad idea. You, like, you know what you want to send them is to like to the mess hall. Yeah. The dead don't eat. Dead don't eat. No, that's yeah. the safest place. Dead, hashtag dead don't eat. Hashtag yeah. dead don't eat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that it's going to be like, that was definitely setting up. And there, there've been like, there was the, um, the bronze singing the, the reigns of Castamere in the brothel before right. the battle of Blackwater. There's, there's been, mm-hmm. um, there's going outside of game of Thrones. There's the, um, uh, and I'm gonna forget if it's Mary or Pippin singing the song um, in Lord of the Rings. There's Pippin. baseball. Uh, there's walk-up music. Yeah. In the NBA, there's whatever you have in your ears. When yeah. You're, when you're pregame, you're, the battle's about to come. You right. Get in your head. But this this specific like the sort of sorrowful, like somber, A little dirgy, dirgy, um, as uh, uh, being you know premonition of of deaths to come. I think we're gonna get a bunch. I, I would say. I put the over under on major characters at probably five and a half yeah. for, uh, for, for episode three. That's not a dig at Tyrion, right? <laughs> that is not. Okay. Um, I, I think it's, uh, I, I think probably if I were betting, I'd take the over, but, and I'm counting like 
Grey Worm counts as a major character. They all, all kind of count, right, right, at this point. But I would say, like, if the the Shireen, Serene, um, reminiscent girl with, uh, you yeah. know, with the, the face thing that yeah. talks to, uh, she doesn't count. So no. if she gets got. Yeah, she's got she, already. She's, yeah, 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 she doesn't count. Right. Uh, lots to, to digest. It was Pippin, by the way, in, in ah, Lord of the Rings. Thank you, thank um, you. Who sang, uh, and that's exactly what I thought when Podrick started singing was what, what flashed me. And I know uh, one of the comparisons for episode three that I've seen is the Battle of Helm's Deep in the Lord of the Rings trilogy is, is very similar in style and uh, apparently execution, but just longer for this episode. There was like, I think that uh, uh, there was an Ed Sheeran resolution mm-hmm. um, the, from the brothel scene with uh, um, Bronn in episode one. They were talking about like what happened to uh, the soldiers that were there at the loot train, uh-huh. and uh, Eddie was one of them. Um, the the ginger, hey, yeah. This is this is a direct quote from from yeah. the uh, from the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they said he came back with his face melted off. So, but I think th- I think that was an Ed Sheeran reference because Ed Sheeran was in the show as one of the Lannister soldiers singing a little Ed, Sheer- Ed Sheeran song uh-huh. in season. four six maybe right aria sits down with them and like shares a little uh, a little rabbit so just knocking them off real quick though because it's i would say likely to go i would say pod probably brienne pretty likely yeah torment probably uh-huh. uh the, who's his buddy who's like the the, the Beric Dondarrion. Beric is done yeah right Dunsky. i mean you get to four right there. Yeah. And what about not Sam? Really talking major. I think Pod and Ta- and and Tormund are less. Maybe. Uh, there maybe is more than probably. Yeah, yeah. They're good. They're good uh, plot device. Good character depth. Grey Worm, like Mel- Grey Worm, Melisandre, mm-hmm. uh, or uh, Missande. Sorry, yes. Missande is like talking about her like summer yeah. home plans. Right. Like, yeah. They're moving to Florida. Yeah. We've we've got a place on Narth. I can't wait to get yeah. there. Yeah. You're gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I think there's, it's going to be, it's going to be a brutal, I, th- I would probably take the over on five and a half. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like just cause also like in the unlikely event that the night King does go down, he's a major character too. Right. right. So like he'd be the only him or like Viserion on the other side. If either of them go down, does the dragons count? I wasn't count. I, I was saying humanoids. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And uh, how do we think the Jon Snow revelation of birthright and the Gendry bringing up again that he's the bastard son of Robert Baratheon? This is how this is all playing out. Who will sit on the Iron Throne? What, what do you think is next as we wrap up here, Mike? Do we hear uh, something in episode three that gives us more clarity? Or do you think this is the final episode we, we figure out who exactly uh, has the birthright to the, the throne at that point i think it's going to be muddled i mean like the way it's shaping up i don't know who goes down next time you know because like to, if john goes down in particular at some right. point the there's muddled like he's clearly and how how danny responds to the fact that he's got the clearest uh clearest path to the throne but even the fact that how stark and house baratheon are getting busy is interesting in that like what what might what might come of that so like if you think about the the number of expectant uh women with potential bids for the crown with also like somewhat uh muddled uh like lineage among their children too so like you don't cersei's having a baby who knows what's up with that um you know who's the father this is the maury povich uh uh episode that's coming but then but then you also have um uh you know whatever is going on with danny and and john 
you know, is, is, is there a baby? And if there is a baby, like that's a very clear bid, but then like a couple of, uh, couple of underdogs, uh, Aria and uh, Gendry get together. If they had a kid, you know, it is interesting because that is sort of like the history of Westeros of late is like some, the somewhat like outsider grabs the throne in sort of a a surprise uh, development. So like, I think we're thinking about the insiders like John and Danny, but, uh, but there's more like the field is getting more interesting now, especially if you count the kids who haven't been born yet. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's right. I think, you know, the interesting uh, or an interesting thing for me is the Baratheon versus Targaryen lineage, right? Like if if uh, Gendry were to be legitimized, mm-hmm. does uh, does John really have a more a, a stronger claim on the throne? Like, uh, you can call Robert the usurper, but you you've been usurped. Like, you know, I think it passes on to someone else. Is it like to say we should go back to the first ever? king of westeros or queen of westeros right. king of westeros right right and only his lineage can be king like right right that seems like the the uh targaryens that's a um a, a valerian house right mm-hmm. so they, they come from volantis they claimed it yeah they, they, they claimed so they they're the conquered, they're yeah. the ous like right. the original usurpers right? Right, right so who's who's to say yeah um yeah, I I think it's I think it's interesting I'm I'm uh, I'm interested to see where it all goes I thought that john the reveal of the John lineage was, I thought, really well done in both episode one and episode two. So by having it come at the end of episode one, we talked about this a little bit on, on last week's Citadel, but that gets it out because otherwise it's going to be hanging over yes. that, the, yeah. the whole show until totally. it comes out. Yeah. But it gets it out in a way that you then don't have to spend the rest of the episode yeah, dealing with time it. For it. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then you, that allows you to do like the John running away from all of his interactions with Danny for a whole episode right, right. until the very end. And you don't need to have the, the resolution at the end. I thought the knowing look of John to Danny at the end was let's go get on our dragons. Yeah. Right. Like that, that seemed to be what that look was. Right. Um, so like they're going to go off and have a little dragon ride. Right. Instead of having like, uh, we need to, honey, when we come back, like we need to have a talk <laughs> like that. That's they don't have to have that right then. Uh, I think that's uh, I think that's really interesting. Oh, my God. And then like it's setting up. The, the, episode three has got to be awesome. Like what? like that's that's the that's the big that's the whole bump set spike. Like. If it's bump set flub, yeah, or bump set, you can't bump again in volleyball. No, there, there's you can't bump set bump spike. Right, yeah, that, that's not you part only of the get game. Three touches, so you it's it's third touch Game of Thrones showrunners. I do think they set it up, and I, I another short episode, fifty six minutes. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So like they're they're talking about like but like it's they're holding it all back. The next one's an hour twenty. The next three. Three, three of the remaining four are an hour 20 or longer, yeah. And then is the last one shorter? Yeah, last one's long. Yeah, it's one, I think episode five, or episode four. Episode four is another sub, Catch your sub breath hour. before we yeah. bring it again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it'll be interesting. I think it's so the last thing for me. I think uh, for episode three, this is a high ceiling, high, uh, high ceiling, low floor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, episode. Vol- volatility. Yeah, so, you know, the fact that we've never seen as long of a battle sequence as has never been filmed or aired. Yeah. Um, maybe it's because people don't, don't want that. Right. Like, right. I'm not sure. Right. Like, are we really going to be high adrenaline, like on the very, very, very edge of our seats for an hour plus? That's, plus, plus like I was just, that sounds I, like a bad time, especially on a Sunday night. 
Yeah. You know, like I was saying, like, do I have my cap? When do I have my espresso? Do I have an espresso at 830? Yeah. Although I was thinking about you again. With Nappuccino. The, with, I was thinking about you with Those the fire, enough. the yeah. fire scene, yeah. like whether that was like, I this did is better. Episode two, I stayed awake for. Okay. All episode right. one, I, it was a little, there's not, the crack, there's there's the crack in the fire. I, I have a newborn. Wine. Yeah. 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 That's going to do it for this episode of The Citadel. We release it at the end of each week as we talk about Game of Thrones. We'll be back with our normal episode on Tuesday for Trending and Education, back with a new Citadel next week and throughout this final season of Game of Thrones. Thanks so much for listening. Back with more next week.